Matt, does it feel nice that I didn't ask you if you did it? Yeah, it does. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know my fingers now, so, you know. <laughs> you have that <laughs> knowledge of my fingers. And we can introduce <laughs> Everyone a lot of people to your fingers. Your fingers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. so, so, Chris, how was your spell in prison? My spell in prison was uh, derogatory and full of sighs, but uh, quite pleasant, actually, considering yeah. what I did. Yeah, me did, and Matt, did... we just realised we'd been really depressing for the past few weeks. Oh, and no. This, yeah, this podcast is comedy, so we just had to bust you out. Well... So I, so I did the whole prison break thing and got a full body tattoo and then got myself arrested, but then I realised I'd be going to a women's prison. I thought that was you. I, thought, I was no, at a I women's prison. You. What were you doing at a women's prison, Chris? Well, I got into the wrong van. Um, <laughs> but I thought I saw you for a split second. I appreciate the sentiment. But, yeah, we both fucked up there. <laughs> yeah. I had you to shimmy out of that right prison way. in the sewer. And then we had to go and get Matt to retrieve you. But I've got photographic memory, so I memorised your back. And, um, yeah, it, it, funny enough, <laughs> I the prison systems are quite similarly layered. So, yeah, I managed to break out somehow and uh here i am i'm doing a podcast now with you guys i probably shouldn't be here but hey <laughs> i think you'll probably end up getting arrested again re-arrested again in a couple of weeks give or take i think oh they'll never Probably. find me and, and then you'll be away for like a week or so maybe more yeah It'll be so you said in this podcast as well it's like dick dastardly like i'm here one week gone again another and i'll be like come get me again it's a game with me and them you know it's <laughs> They can try, and sometimes they succeed, but they know deep in their hearts, I'll be out again, running about Eventually. naked. Uh, you, yeah, you left the two people that are into murder alone to run a podcast. Yes, mm. and I how was hoping how, you'd how? be talking about my murders, but oh well. Nah, we're going to save that till you're strapped to that chair. Oh. About to get you, yourself burnt. You, you teases. <laughs> you, you are. Sorry, you've got to keep down on like, the kinky stuff, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to make this more normal <laughs> podcast. Okay, I'll try. Anyway, Chris, did you drop the same? I try plenty of times. Sometimes deliberately. <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I slapped it out of someone else's hands and watched the fireworks. But, um, no, so, uh, to be fair, yeah. it, was, it was quite a rough time. So basically, uh, so Chris, you were receiving, not giving. Oh, a bit of both. <laughs> <laughs> did you share a cell with a guy named Tiny? That was uh, massive. Tiny, gigantous. And uh, Philip. But to be fair, um, sometimes we'd, have, we'd make a bit of fun out of it. Oh, no, no, not Schofield. No, no, no. There was one that was Schofield-like, but we called him Mousy. We made a game out of it. Sometimes we'd drop the soap, but be wearing an extra strong pair of towels to give it a bit of a game. See, see, Change the game up a bit. See how they would react, you know. Uh, it always ended the same way. But anyway, what are we talking about today? Well, we've had a few heavy weeks, so we decided to go easy and do OCD. Oh, OCDs. My faves. But what is it time for? Intro music. Oh. Yeah, by the way, Chris, I've got a Matt to start doing intro music and he keeps screaming it. <laughs> I like that. They're literally just screaming it every single episode, blasting <laughs> my earphones out. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> oh. I'm going to whisper it next time, though. But yes. then we might be able to hear you. Into your ear. <laughs> <laughs> the listeners won't be able to hear you. Seductively. <laughs> no, I beg of you, don't. I beg of you, please don't. Do it like Barry White. Do it like the sweet sounds. <laughs> I've got the backing music for that. Mount <laughs> Chaka Wow. Yeah. Intro music. <laughs> 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 
Catastrophe on um, Amazon Instant Video. Mm. Oh, Chris, you don't know. I've got a TV in my bedroom now. Shut up. And I've got one of those fire sticks that I can just plug in so I can get onto Netflix and Instant Video and not like have a, to connect anything. Some sort it's of really dongle. good. It's like, what? That like some sort of dongle. Sort of, yeah. But it's really good because it's like having a smart TV, but I, didn't, I had to pay 35 quid. Ooh, I didn't nice. even have to pay for the TV. It's brilliant. And you have a VHS player as well. Uh, if only... But that would be the, that would be life. Mm. No, that's life having a VHS tape, VCA, VCR, not a VHS tape. Finally, you can use those bricks. I've actually been watching my DVDs. Me too, actually. I've been watching some of the DVDs you brought me, Tony. The porn. Oh, oh, those ones. No, no, no. <laughs> I've kept them under the bed. <laughs> I don't even remember what DVDs I got you. I bought, I bought you, buy you some over like mass periods of time. So by the time it gets to giving it to you, I never remember what I've got you. I've been watching Unit 1 with, uh, what's-his-face in it? You know, Hannibal. Yeah, you actually got Unit Mads 1. Mikkelsen. I wanted to get that for myself. I didn't get oh, that gosh. for you, did I? Did, oh, did I get that for myself? Yeah, I didn't get that for you. I got you um, something else. The wedding, the wedding one with Hannibal. Oh, right. I must have got it for myself. I, yeah, I wanted to get Unit 1 for myself. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Thanks for reminding me. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, no, it looks It, it looks a bit old, because it is, like, 2000. Yeah, so. anything, like, stuff that was made, like, a couple of years ago still looks a bit old. Yeah, it's weird, that. It's because of HD as well. It sucks. Mm. Have you tried to watch something from that in the 80s or 90s, or even earlier than that on HGTV? It's awful. It ruins it for you. Ah, American yeah. Pie The Wedding still holds up. I yeah, I think I've grown out of American Pie. <laughs> oh, you can... Well, I, I guess I'm just immature then. No, it's still, it's still funny. It's still hilarious to me. It reminds me of a simpler time when tits and dicks were the epitome of uh, comedy. Yeah. <laughs> I like pie, though. You like pirates? No, I like pie. Pie, okay. Still like pie. That's Matt's input on American yeah. Pie. I like pie. <laughs> Even yeah, after that scene, you like pie? Well, you know, you need something to go with it. You need to, you know, some kind of sauce. <laughs> A little bit of creme fraiche. <laughs> yeah. Some people like, you know, cream. Other people like custard. Well, technically, I, I guess like that could be cream, could Creme brulee, it? apparently. Hang on. Who was the sperminator? Shermanator. Shermanator is the ginger one. Oh, here we was go. I the sperm donator. <laughs> You're the sperm donator, yeah. Yeah, so there we go. That's, that's, so that's what I like with my pie. So basically, you're like the Shermanator. Really? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Do you not remember who the Shermanator is? No. He's the one that becomes successful in the He's future. The, he was the geeky ginger kid. Oh, God, I'm not ginger. Who was? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Freddy. <laughs> Uh, no offence to Freddie, but I just I wouldn't want to be ginger myself. It, I mean, it's fine for other people to be, but for myself, <laughs> no way. Jose. Yeah, I don't think I, I... I ended up ginger by mistake once. I'd rather drown myself. Yeah, it was an accident. I wasn't, it wasn't supposed to come out ginger, but then it came out ginger. So I was ginger for a while before I could re-dye it, because you have to leave it for a while. You can't dye it again yeah. straight away. That must have been a traumatic time for you, Tarman. It was my first hair dyeing experience. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I still carried on dyeing my hair for two years. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I, I was I was researching something for later on, and there's this article that I saw. I didn't go on it, but I was really tempted. And the headline is, "Bikini babes didn't expect this when they got on the trampoline." <laughs> 
<laughs> Send that to Chris. That's what he's thinking. Hey, yeah. that sounds good. Oh, hey, hey, yeah, forward that to me. Yeah, I, I really actually want to find out what that's about. Because I like bikinis, I like babes, and I like trampolines. So I hope it's not like some clickbait, and then you click on it, and it's like six-pack shortcuts or something like that. Yeah. Uh, it probably is clickbait. Oh, I hate clickbait. I really yeah. hate clickbait. You wanna yeah. know, do you want to hear something surprising about this podcast? Oh, yes. Yeah, because I've have been looking at... No, no, no. I've been looking at our stats recently, and the most popular episodes are Reptilian Humanoids and Alyssa Lamb. Uh-huh. And then I realised those two are not similar at all. One's about a conspiracy theory, one's about a murder mystery sort of thing. But then I realised there is one thing in common those episodes have, and that's Matt. Yes. Is Matt the popular one? Yes. Well, Matt, I'm going to be humble about this and say yes. <laughs> I, I, I find that shocking. Matt's the nicest guy on our podcast. <laughs> really? Fuck you, Tarvin. You find that shocking? <laughs> Chris, you, Chris, you've been in prison for the past couple of months. Oh, yes. yes. I've had to deal with this. I, I, I've been listening. <laughs> they allow me a bit of airtime every now and then to catch up Matt tried to kill the Queen. No, oh, that wait. was Tarmin. That, that was not me, that was you. That was, that was, no, no, I have evidence that you <laughs> wanted to kill the Queen. <laughs> I have the outtakes. You wanted to kill a lot more than the Queen. I did not. You were the one that was planning on doing it. I planned on nothing, no such thing. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Tarmin's evil, so. Mm, yeah, oh, yeah, that's, that's, that's why right. I might end yeah. up in prison when you're doing the Loch Ness one, if that ever goes out. <laughs> 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 anyway, the topic for this week. OCD, 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 OCD. (laughs) (laughs) We shouldn't laugh because it's a problem for some people. So, Matt, what are your OCDs? Oh, yeah, go to the one that hasn't got any first. (laughs) I I can't believe you don't have any OCDs. Any rituals? My only, like, really kind of big OCD thing is sometimes with, like, collecting DVDs. Oh. Because I like to categorise my DVDs, I will sometimes buy the same DD, DVD twice. Not often, it is sometimes, though. Is it because like the DVD, the second DVD has spe- set different special features? Because that's why I do that. Not always. Oh, OK. I, <laughs> sometimes I, I, it's just because I like, you know, if I like a particular filmmaker... Oh, it's I like, like a support for them? Yeah, okay. I put it in there. So if it's, like, uh, it's either a particular filmmaker or like I'm collecting country of films, like French films or something like that... I'll sometimes get the same DVD twice. It's the is only it, thing that Is it to I keep really an even do. number or...? No, not really. I don't, it's just some weird thing that I have. If I like categorising it, I have to have all the ones in that kind of category. And that sometimes means I'll buy a DVD I've already got that's in another category, if you know what, what? I mean. You mean like a genre, so you separate yeah. them by genre? Yeah, so, so for example, if I was buying a particular filmmaker's work and then I was getting... I was collecting, like, French films... Oh, and then if there's any crossover, so you get, I, I, you get two get, of them. Yeah, get so two there's one them. in each section. Yeah, oh, I get so that. I, that that seems reasonable to me. Hmm. Do you want to know what I do with my DVDs? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you both know really. what I do with my DVDs. <laughs> we don't want to know where you put them. <laughs> I put them... I have a bookshelf, a big bookshelf, that has, like, almost zero books on it now at this point. It's all full of DVDs, and that's oh. spilled over to my table. I've got, I've got three in my, <laughs> I've got three bookshelves in my house with DVDs on them. No, no, but that's spilled over to my tables. Oh. <laughs> but, but they are still in A to Z. Oh, They're right. still oh, in nice. A to Z, no matter where they are. Oh shit! You actually, that's quite cool. You actually categorise them. 
An A to Z? Yeah, yeah. Chris, you didn't let me finish. Oh, go on. <laughs> there's still an A to Z, and there's also a spreadsheet I have oh. with the DVDs, the year they were, the, whether they're film or TV or documentary or whatever, the year they were released, the director or creator, Fuck the me. genre, the genre, and the region of the DVDs, because I used to have a multi-region player, so I had a few different regions. And I've also started another column with starring. Okay, now let tell me. me. Now, now tell me she doesn't deserve to be in prison. <laughs> Come on. So, so you start that off with a very... Oh, no, uh, no, also, I also have another section of where they are, so if they're on the shelf or they're with someone else. So that's how I know how you still have Supernatural. <laughs> since oh you've had it since God. May, I think. So you've just, had it for five months. So my name is somewhere in this massive spreadsheet <laughs> with a red yeah, mark and, and saying, Yeah, and you had EVA for six months as well. I've got a log of that. <laughs> and Matt has quite a few as well. Oh, and Yulia has are. one. It's a useful system. And one's but missing from 2008. Who's got that one? My uncle took it and never returned it, and I actually searched <laughs> his house, but I couldn't find it. So, <laughs> so from 2008, so to, it's been missing. You had to purge the, the category. No, no, it's still there, but it just says it's missing. So if you've got a contract out on him now, then? Yeah, pretty much. Is I'm he, also, like, fearing his life? I also <laughs> keep the one, keep old stuff like I've sold or given away or whatever in the spreadsheet, but I black them out. Oh. So it's quite interesting because you've got like a record of everything you've owned. Yeah. I was thinking about doing that with my clothes as well. That's quite clever. You, you actually sound like my dad, Tarman. Thanks. Thank <laughs> you. Your dad, I the th- Mason. I think, you think you could be the same person. <laughs> then that's why I keep bringing them into our podcasts. <laughs> yeah. You, well, you do, you do both used to live in Islington, so... Yeah, it's true. That, <laughs> that, that, that means we're one in the same, because he was, what, like 70-odd when he passed away? Yeah. And um, I'm 23 <coughs> and Asian and a woman. Yeah. I uh, admit, it was a bit of a leap, <laughs> kind of, but it could easily happen. I, I didn't, never actually saw his body. That, that's getting a bit dark now, isn't it? <laughs> You always find a way, Matt. I wasn't intending on saying that when we started, but you brought him up. No, you did. You said to remind you of your dad. You brought him up. Yeah, well, because you remind me of him. It's your fault. (laughs) Yes, it is. Stop reminding me of my dad. I'm trying to forget him. Just by being... You what? Just her being is reminding you like... Just, you're standing there, you're reminding me (laughs) <laughs> yeah. So, Chris, what, what DVD ritual do you have? Bef- I'll just say this now before I say anything. Don't treat me any differently. I'm still the same guy. But I do kind of have a few rituals I've had all my life. I've got a, quite a few. DVD was just the first one. Yeah, yeah I'm like a big wobbly <laughs> OCD ball. And if you prick me, all these OCD spiders come out. I it's, cry it's, sometimes because of mine. <laughs> so I... I my one, one of the biggest ones that's ruled my life uh, ever since I was a kid. I've, I've kind of gotten ahead of it now in the past couple of years, but I had to do things a set amount of times. And the numbers will always change. Like sometimes uh, seven would be a lucky number or sometimes anything even would be fine. But uh, like turning the light on and off or going in and out of a room with the right foot... <laughs> Um, I don't know, it's hard to explain. Uh, Even simple things like if I travel a certain way to school, uh, I would have to go exactly the same way back. I I don't know why, it's just a... It was a ritual thing that I had. Um, Otherwise, I would just feel like... Because if I travel a certain way 
to somewhere, I travel the opposite way, as in a different way, on the way back. So it's going, like, in a circle. That's a lot easier. (laughs) Because, (laughs) like, if I tried to get back, it would sometimes mean having to take the long way because, obviously, you can't always go the same way back and you get the same train or something. If I didn't, I would always feel like there was an unlucky aura going around or something. I'm not even a spiritual person, but I don't... It's hard to rationalise, I suppose. Um, Even every now and then, like, people might not even notice it, but I'll make grunts, like... "Mm." Like that? No, because no, Chris, to, we noticed, we noticed. You've noticed that. That's, <laughs> I've, I have I've, to heard, do I've in, heard you grunting, Chris. Yeah, yeah, so I have to do it an even number of times, because uh, it's just that small ritual. Again, it's all over my, you know, it's all in my life. So, yeah, I kind of... So you don't have anything specific? <laughs> not specific, just lots. <laughs> I have lots as well. Oh, God. Yeah, like, so, it's editing, editing of the podcast. Mm. You, do you want to know why... It, it doesn't actually take me that long to do it. Go on. Because when I'm editing, and then I look at how much I've edit, edited, I can only stop at, like, a five-minute mark. So it's, like, 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, whatever. Mm-hmm. But, and so when I get to that, it's fine. But then I look at the actual time, and it's, like, 6.22. Uh-huh. I've got three minutes to kill before I can stop doing this. So yeah. I start editing more. And then, obviously, I'm not at a five-minute mark. So it keeps going and going and going until I hit a five-minute mark on both the, the edit and the time or until I finish. Ah, uh, yeah. And it's painstaking. That's why you get messages from me for, like, at, like, three in the morning because that's when I finished. Because <laughs> I couldn't stop doing it. <laughs> like, physically couldn't do- stop. Oh, man. Yeah, it, it, it controls your life a bit, doesn't it? Yeah. Or, like, yeah. the fucking microwave. The fucking microwave. Yeah. I can only stop it at, like, a 10-second mark, so it'll be, like, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, 60. I understand that, <clears throat> yeah. No, 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 no. But it can't go to zero. No. It can't no. go to zero. And I could hear it burning in there, but I can't take it out early. It has to be at a 10-second mark. Mm. That's that's debilitating, because I'm sitting there watching it burn, and I can't do anything about it. It's it's just, it's like a rush, isn't it? Because you have to wait for that, that those couple of seconds before it gets to that point, and then... Then you can allow yourself to take it out, and mm. it's yeah. Regardless of the end product, or it's the same with like if I've got my MP3 on, I have to change the song before it ends, or or little things like that. Just I don't know what it is. It's it's hard to explain. And there's no rules to this shit. You know, you make your own rules up in your head. You know, as fucked up as we are, but um, it's it's just that's OCD. And, and these are you know, to be honest though, these are very mild forms compared yeah, to what some people some have. Some people like, that. Are- yeah, they just it, like, can't function ours, properly because of ours it. Ours can affect our lives in simple ways, but some people, their ticks are so exploded all over the, their lives, you know. It's it's like some people can't leave the house at all because of their ticks or because of their, you know, their, their, their rituals. Or mm-hmm. something didn't go right in the morning and they just have to get it right, you know. They can't stop. They can't... They have to keep turning the light on and off. There's no set amount of time they do it. It's only until mm-hmm. they feel it's right. Exactly. And that could take hours, it could take all day. Or when they're washing their hands and they don't think it's clean enough and they could actually physically hurt themselves because they're washing their hands. Mm. So, yeah, we've made it depressing. I also like to put my DVDs in a certain order as well. What order? (laughs) Is it by genre? No, no, not even that, just the... Oh, actually, no, yeah, genre. Like, um, genre of film, the different different actors... um, but the actors of films like Clint Eastwood's and Bruce Lee's are all, all in a section. But then when I get through the actors, I like to put them in. All the all the non-conformists can go in their own order, like alphabetical or or something like that. You know, 
But that seems like a jumbled mess to me. It, it, well, yeah, it's it's that's the thing about OCD. There's there's method in the madness to the person that's doing I, it. I I hate being in your house and looking at that. Oh yeah, you I hate being in my house anyway. Yeah. Tom, we hate you. Fuck you, <laughs> Matt. I've been in your room when you were at uni, and I saw the DVDs, and I just. I wanted to hyperventilate. They were just piled up in stacks of no oh. order, no nothing. How do you know they weren't in order? Thank you. Because I looked at them. They weren't in the right order. I don't know if they were in an order. They weren't in the right order. There was some order to it. Not really. Yeah, I tended to put the films that were by the same director together. Yeah, but that's not an A to Z. Oh, do you want to hear something? Like everything, to everything has to be an A to Z. That's my no, thing. Everything has to be an A to Z. Everything. Like, even when I'm at work. Because I've been working at a different place lately in my company place. We don't mention what it is. My company place. But then I go back to my regular office and people have been in it and been working in it. And I like to keep my paperwork in A to Z. And then I go in and it's not in A to Z. And I spend like half the day really pissed off putting it in A to Z before I can actually do any work. You're and I get so frustrated and I start yelling at people. And yeah, it's, 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 it's painful. You're, you're a boss's dream. You know that? I already know that. I, you want to know what the sad thing about my work is? It's like, I know I'm never going to get fired, so I can only leave when I want to leave. <laughs> and sometimes I'm just hoping that they'll fire me. No, you when don't I've understand. had a really bad day. When you I've must had a really fire bad me. Day. Yeah, when I've, when I've had a really bad day, I'm just like, I just wish they'd fire me, because, like, yeah, that would just, like, make me leave. <laughs> like, yeah. There's no going back if they fire me. You know, everyone has those really shit days when they just don't want to be there and they just don't know why they're there. Oh, yeah. And But, like, I just... And then it's surprising that I know that I'm always going to have that job, no matter what. You just... you just. I could completely fuck up everything in one day, but no, nothing will happen. Because it's me. They love me too much. Yeah. I've been called the golden-eyed boy at work. Because you were running around after customers. I saw you yesterday, uh, but I left you to it for a while. My mantra is just don't shit where you eat and just work hard, right? Just Mm -hmm. get on with your job, get your tasks done. That's fine. And when when you got that, and as long as you keep yourself out of the dramas, there's nothing no one can say. But because I do that, they give me more lion's share of tasks. So exactly, that's the same with me. I've got the rule of the newbies, and I'm teaching people now. But at the same time, it's like you only just started, and you're already training people. Uh, kind of, yeah, and showing them the ropes because I'm the one that knows how to do the delivery system now. But I'm kind of like, maybe if I fuck up really badly, they'll take away some responsibility. I know, and that, right? That'd be nice. I'm hoping that <laughs> happens to me because, like, someone's on a maternity leave, so I'm getting all of her jobs to do. Yeah. And then I'm just like, I don't really want to do this. So if I just do it really badly, yeah, they I, won't I make me like, do it again. Yeah, like you think, like maybe if I just, you know. Uh, accidentally start a fire on one of these boxes <laughs> and 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 then maybe they'll be like how did that happen i'll be like i i don't know i looked at it the wrong way oh and i had this match as well and i'll be like well okay you know that's maybe awesome, uh, mate. you'd get arrested again you won't get less responsibility you know you will negate all responsibility there mate <laughs> um do you think that's guy fawkes's excuse yeah, you wanted less responsibility. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look, look, mate, I'm, I'm just working in Parliament, right? And the more I try to help you out, the more you keep piling shit upon me, you know? So uh, I try to set one smoke alarm off, and it, you caught me for arson for trying to blow up Parliament. What's going on? Yeah, I think that's how they spake in the 1600s. Well, a little bit of a... I think they had smoke, alar- smoke alarms. Oh, yeah, didn't you know? 1600s. 
It's a bloke yeah, on a ladder, and he smells smoke, he and he starts, fire. you know, yelling, fire, fire. You know, they had about 50 of those for one big room in Parliament, you know. You know just, what, they'd probably yeah. be more accurate than the alarms, because my alarm seems to go off whenever it feels like it sometimes. Yeah, like, you ever, you know, back, back before uh, the invention of uh, electronics, fire alarms were just people on ladders in Victorian England, and that was their job all day and out. You know, so they get a housemaid to pass them up a tray of biscuits and milk every now and then, but uh, most of the time they just had a really good keen sense of smell. Oh, so did Philip teach you this in prison then? Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we weren't <laughs> smelling for fires, though. We weren't smelling for fires, although a lot of us were flaming. <laughs> <laughs> well, the friction, that causes fire, doesn't it? Oh, don't remind me. Yeah, yeah. yeah I've realised I probably shouldn't shout fire because um, someone who lives here might think there's a fire. <laughs> so that's kind of... <laughs> oh, I'm home alone, so I'm good. I can shout fire all I want. <laughs> Tell him so alone, like that film. <laughs> oh, if only someone tried to break into the house. We'll get someone to I'll pay someone to do that. Yeah, but I don't think I'd defend it as well. But the thing is, I like my stuff. This goes back to the OCD thing. He'd probably try and touch my stuff, wouldn't he? You know, so, yeah. so before he touches my stuff, I would actually make him kill me so I didn't have to watch or have to live with it, him no. touching my stuff. Because well, I've actually had this thought before. What if someone did try and steal something from me? I was like, if it's my phone or my laptop or anything, I'm just, I'm, I would never actually let that go. I know that knowing my mentality, I know you're supposed to hand it over, but I probably wouldn't. So I'd end uh, up dying. Yeah, go out so and I'm, I'm so way. glad that I have never been mugged before. I'm the only person I know that hasn't been mugged. I know. If, you, if someone came into your room right now and they were like, give me that computer, the, you know, the, probably the best thing you could do is try and hit them with the computer because at least if it breaks, there's no point anymore. And then, um, you know... No, like, no, if, if, I'd, I'd actually say over my dead body and stand in front of the computer yeah. so he'd have to kill me or, and take it or just go. So if he had the balls to kill me, fine. I might as well let him because he's going to take it anyway and there's no point of life if my stuff is gone. Yeah. I like my stuff. That's yeah. another thing. If people touch my stuff, I have cried before. I've done it time and time again when I realised people have moved stuff around. Oh, like yeah. When Annie moved in, when Annie moved into my house, Lana was helping her move her stuff. Lana came into the room and started moving my candles around and just left. Because she knew it would piss me off. She knew it would piss me off. Who's it? Who did that? Lana? Yeah. <laughs> she came into my room, which is fine, fair enough. But then she moved stuff. <sighs> so she whenever really I go to hers, I move her she? stuff. And she hates it. So, yeah. Lana's so evil. She oh. is, because, like, so yeah. I genuinely have cried because people have moved my stuff. I had this old housemate who was terrible, and she came into my room once. Like, she didn't knock first, so I said, okay. And she came in, and then she started talking, and then she started moving over to my drawers. And, like, I keep my jewellery and stuff there. Mm. And she started touching it without asking me, and I really wanted to fucking punch her. Mm. But I couldn't punch her. I hate it when people just in, invite themselves to things, you know. Yeah. Like, my sister does that as well. That's one of the things that drives me crazy. She just goes ahead and touches my stuff, and I'm just like, mm. why are you touching my stuff? I'm going to kill you. And just, like, <laughs> keep loads of dildos on your counter, and if they come in, they start... <laughs> well, what, can they, what can they do? Like, oh, yeah, when my friend came in, it really pissed me off when he started just <clears throat> using the dildo right in front of me. Uh, while talking about has... the weather. My sister has touched my DVDs when I'm not at home before, and she's taken some. I'm so relieved you said that. <laughs> <laughs> you think I was going to say touch my dildo? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, 
I'm tuning out now. No, no, she's touched my... She's removed my DVDs from their shelf. Like I wouldn't notice. There's a break in the fucking dust line, for crying out loud. All right, you want to know something that really pisses me off? When someone uh, takes a DVD out of a machine that you had it in last? Because so- sometimes, yeah, you do leave the DVD in the machine. You want to you finish the film what later. What monster leaves the DVD in the machine? The one who cares enough to watch it later. At a more but forgiving time. You watch it once and then you take it out and put it back and then you put it back in the DVD again. This is madness, Chris. Madness. My point is when they take it out and just leave it there on the counter <gasps> or, 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 or shiny side down as well. Poor bastards. Yep, 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 yep. And, and not just that, but they'll, they'll, uh, they'll, they'll put multiples on top of each other. Ugh. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, I've, at I've least once... get the sleeve. Not, even if you don't have the case, at least get the sleeves because we've got the. Yeah. Why yeah. would you? <sighs> my worst, uh, one of my worst this moments is was like, This is emotional for me. I bought a a, a film from a charity shop once because it was a Clint Eastwood film. I think it was called Time Time something, not Time Cop, but uh, uh, I, I, something Time Detective or something like that. And I was looking forward to it because I looked it up, Clint Eastwood's in it, and I thought this could be great. Uh, opened it up and I watched ten minutes of it. Turns out they'd put in the wrong film that was also called the same title, Time Something, but it was like a TV, a daytime TV film. You know, those really cheaply made horror horror channel films. Yeah, like TMC uh, and stuff. But it just happened to have the same name. And this was infuriating, because not just because of the mix-up, but because I'd sat there for 20 minutes waiting for Clint Eastwood to enter the story, <laughs> uh, when he's clearly visible on the cover, and it just... I, I didn't know what I was... I had to stop and look just to make sure because it just didn't seem like what something he'd be in. And there that, you go. That's not even OCD. That's just annoyance because if you bought something, it should be there. Uh, yeah, but it drove my OCD crazy because obviously it fit the bill. Now your it's DVDs in there, are but, out of order, though. Yeah, oh, oh. Because, like, I've got Hot Fuzz, but I do not have the case for it, so it's in sleeves oh. in Shaun of the Dead. But then, obviously, that's not in the alphabetical order. It's really annoying. I'm... I made the mistake of take. I had some sleeves that I took to uni once, my my the the, the uni before Kingston, and um, I put a whole bunch of films in it. Came back uh, after I didn't really want to go through with it, and I had a, I come, some of them I put back in the DVD cases, some of them I didn't. Uh, so I, every now and then I'll open up a DVD case and it's not there, and it's maybe in a sleeve or that sleeve, and this kind of drives me crazy because I'm just disorganised in that regard. Yeah, I opened up my Pineapple Express DVD a few weeks ago. The DVD wasn't there. <coughs> and look, I don't know why anyone like would take it. I don't know why anyone would take it because it's a Region 1 DVD. So it doesn't even play on UK DVDs, DVD mm. players. So why would someone steal the Pineapple Express DVD? I don't understand. People like that just want to watch the world burn. They exist like, like, I bet you that was my old housemate who was bitch. She, she touched my stuff. Who? No, no, you've never uh, met her. She no. left um, my third year of uni, so you'd never met her. I made sure she was outside the house whenever people came over. Oh. Because, she, yeah, she was just a fucking idiot. She's just genuinely an idiot. Like, if something was broken, she'd leave it. She wouldn't tell anyone, she'd just leave it. That's annoying. I was like, how, you spe- how do you expect it to get fixed if you don't tell me? Since my father is a landlord who deals with the fixing of things. So I could get him to fucking fix it, you idiot. I'm so glad she moved out. (laughs) (laughs) But she moved out and left the room in a mess, and guess who had to clean that up? Your dad. No, me. Oh, shit. My dad, no, well, I tidied it up. My dad cleaned it. I didn't clean it. I tidied it. (laughs) So she left half her stuff there, so I had to go and, like, scrap it, didn't I? But she just run off somewhere. 
<laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Really? I guess Jesus. that's how you do it. Well, she'd broken lots of stuff in the house, so she probably knew that she wasn't getting her security deposit back. Yeah. She sounds a bit mental, if you ask me. No, she's just a fucking idiot, I think. She didn't know anything. She didn't seem all that smart. I hope she's listening. So do I. <laughs> so do I. I can't so, remember her name, though. I lived with her for three years. I can't remember her name. <coughs> yeah, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it's like, um, if there's, like, a fire, you, apparently you're meant to get out straight away. I don't think but I'd, I'd be, be able to do I'd that. But I'd be like, fuck that, I'm saving some of my DVDs first. Exactly, I have so much stuff that would need to be saved, because I don't know if, I, I don't know about the housing insurance here. I don't know if my stuff's covered under it, I don't deal with it. So I wouldn't be able to get it back, but I would, I'd basically, it'd be like the burglar thing, I'd probably die with my stuff, I'd go down mm. with the ship. Where I live, yeah, knowing where I live, I'll probably take my my computer outside anyway because me being me run back in for the other stuff come back and someone's already taken it Mm. you know what i'd actually probably leave my laptop because my parents would likely buy me another one because i'd be crying so much but they would not buy me my dvds the other day my dad asked me why i have so many and why don't i get rid of them and i just wanted to laugh in his fucking face (laughs) so i'd probably save that i don't know how to carry them all out though yeah you just tuck them straight out the window there you go, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's well. true. I have grass. I am overlooking the garden, so it would land on the grass. Yeah. So, yeah, that could work. That's that's the plan, yeah. Do it in your backyard. Because yeah, that but way, what about no one... everything else, though? Because I have a lot of stuff. Well, whatever goes out your window. Mm. Like, uh, you know, yeah. it'll be in your backyard, so it'll be safe from, like, strangers. And uh, you can set up a tent and continue watching the film you were watching before the fire started. <laughs> I had yeah. nowhere to plug my cord into, my TV cord into. I need to save the TV as well. Yeah, before you save Annie, save, you know... Annie's the probably dead. Chris, she's, yeah, she's Chris after. I We think, yeah. allegedly. I was I was in a rage. I could, I, everything was blurry and red. I couldn't see much. But uh, <laughs> I think I saw her. That's probably what incriminated me when I confessed that. <laughs> To, to so Chris fair. is going to head back to prison in a couple of weeks. To be fair, Tom did kill... They'll never get me. To be fair, I what? To be fair, Tom killed her cleaner last week. I didn't kill did. her. I heard you. I heard you say you were going to kill her. No, I didn't. I just you said did. I wish she'd hurry up and go. She was making <laughs> evidence, a lot of noise. Evidence. I, I haven't heard from her since, so... Neither you... have I, because she hasn't been in since. Exactly. She's Something on holiday. Has happened. She's yeah, on holiday. Yeah. On holiday under the ground, is she, Tarzan? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Matt, Matt, I-, I love that you think I'm into manual labour and I can actually bury a body. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't tell that You think I'd do you? it personally? You think I'd manage to dig a hole and put someone oh, in you, there you, and bury you'd them? You'd pay someone to do it, would you? I'd get caught after committing a murder purely because I'm lazy. Sure, I know how to get rid of the body, but I'll just feel like, fuck Jesus, it, I can't be bothered she, to do that. She's still hanging around in your house somewhere. And Jesus. the cupboard on the stairs, mate. Sure, I'm not going around to your house again. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. right. Yeah, when you came round to my house, you just stayed in one spot as well. You didn't move. Oh, I did you literally just stayed once. in one stop, spot. Well, I went upstairs twice. Yeah, that was, oh yeah, you used the toilet, didn't you? Yeah. I didn't go in anyone's bedroom, so... You better not have. I didn't. <laughs> you the one that took my... You took the Pineapple Express DVD! <laughs> no. You son of a fucking bitch! I'm going to kill you! I was just installing my uh, security cameras. <laughs> I'm waving at you now. Literally, because yeah. you're sitting next to me, I forgot. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
I can see your hand moving. Yeah, because <laughs> it's right in front of your fucking face. Uh, yeah, it's, I mean, it's creating a draft. <laughs> you can hear it, can't you? Yeah. That that's noise. Not, yeah, that's not the angry wind at all. No. No. Oh, I love the way your hair flutters in that breeze. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Are we recording outside or something? <laughs> <laughs> It's quite, it's quite an erotic image, isn't it? Oh, yeah. My hair fluttering. Have what? you seen what? how long we've been recording why for? I, I thought this was like going to be like the shortest episode ever. <laughs> oh, well, you know, OCD, you know we're going to have to do it a second time as well. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, like... <laughs> That's probably why we carried on, because you're just like, we're not at the 40-minute mark yet. Otherwise, we we're going to be unlucky. <laughs> we're going to be unlucky for the rest of the evening. Marked. Yeah. So, yeah. Matt, you seriously don't have anything... Anything, anything, anything I get a bit ritualistic about, and Tom knows a little bit about this, is restaurants. Oh. I did, when I was at university, I would go to the same place literally well, you, every No, Sunday. no, you say they're restaurants, Matt, but they're not. Well, yeah, kebab places. <laughs> yeah, I remember that one you took me to, and you said, I come here every Sunday. I was like, really? Come here every Sunday? I know. And I'd go to the same fish and chip shop every Friday. <laughs> And I gave spuds pretty much every day of the week. Oh, yes, think, spuds. I don't think that's OCD. I think that's just good taste. Yeah, like, if yeah, you know exactly. that you like eating at a place, you'll go to that place. Yeah. And plus, they were nice people as well. I mean, you Lu- spent Luigi, money. I mean, Luigi liked me. Oh, yeah, Luigi said I, that you could live above the calf. Yeah. Unfortunately, that never happened. Yeah, you should. No, but then your main problem was the accommodation. If you took him yeah. up on the offer, you could have carried on with uni. Could have done, yeah. Luigi could have saved you. I know. He he loved me enough that he he once arse raped me in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> he loved us enough that we didn't have to order. He just told us to go sit yeah. down. And he always brought it over. Perfect. I couldn't tell if he recognised us or not. The last I think time he did because he looked at us a bit weird and then he yeah. said go and sit down. So I think he recognised us but he didn't want to say anything or he wasn't 100% sure. Yeah. But they've cleaned the place up. It does look, it looks quite nice now, doesn't it? It looks, not, it looks like a place that you'd actually eat now, whereas before it didn't. Like, I still used to eat there all the time. Yeah, I know, we still Even used to eat there all the time, but it looked like a place that you wouldn't eat in. It looked horrible. I thought it was all right. No, no, it looked horrible. Nah. The plastic chairs, it looked like cafeteria, and it was so greasy, everything was dirty. Anyway, it's not about spuds. <laughs> Why not? I want it to be about spuds. You always want it to be about spuds. Yeah. Anyway, so anyone else got any more OCD things then? I've got plenty. Like, that barely even scratched the surface. Like my my ritual for walk, going out of the house in the morning, oh, my God. I have to wake up, like, half an hour earlier just so I can have time to do that. Because I'd... Uh, because I start every... I turn everything on in the morning. I'm watching TV or my laptop or putting music on or whatever. So everything's plugged in. I shower... It actually depends on where I'm working as well, because sometimes I get up at quarter past six, go for a shower, and all that bullshit. But then when it comes to leaving, it's so difficult, because I unplug everything, and I close all my windows, because I open the windows in the morning to let the air in, because they're going to be closed all day. And then I go to the toilet, close the window, go to the bathroom, close the window, then come back in, and then double-check everything's unplugged. Uh, I mean, come back into my bedroom, double-check everything's unplugged, all the windows are closed go out again, go downstairs, and then sometimes I'll come back up into my room and double-check everything, well, triple-check everything again, and it could go on for a while. 
And then actually locking the front door as well. I'll lock it and then I still stand there for a few, like a couple of minutes, just playing with the handle, just to oh, make yeah. sure it's locked. You and sometimes I have gone down the road and decided to come back and do all that again. As, as, as invasive as that OCD is, one thing I can say about it is that at least it has a progressive nature to it. At least, you know, you, you're making security-wise checks. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's not but, like... It's not the other extreme, the really bad uh, No, no, side, but it's the mental um, stuff as well, because if I yeah. don't do that, if I'm running late and I don't do that, then it grates at me all day, yeah. whether I did everything. Yeah, that's, So I, that's... I was running late the other day, so I texted Annie, because, like, it got to about half seven, and I was like, fuck it, no, I haven't done this, I haven't done this, I haven't done this, I'm going to start a fire, or whatever, or I'm going to ruin something, or I've forgotten something, and someone's going to break into my house through my window. So I texted Annie to make, get her to double-check everything for me instead. Yeah. Which, of course, she didn't respond to, because Chris killed her. Exactly. Yes. So Chris, and, Chris, I was in anguish all day because you killed her. Uh, well, I was in anguish because I couldn't do it twice. Not to Annie. I'm just like OCD wise, you know. Uh, yeah, all of these OCDs. I always think one of the worst OCDs that some people can have is a uh, extreme hoarding that you, has actually taken quite a, uh, a bit of public limelight recently. Yeah, Matt does that with his DVDs, I've seen. Matt, yeah. you also collected cans of drinks. Like when, like, when I went into your room, like, drinks. every surface was full of cans. Just empty cans. Yeah, shut up, Tarlin. You know, you don't need to know about that. <laughs> but, but this is the OCD episode, yeah, and you collected up, cans. Tarlin. Empty cans for no shut reason. <laughs> okay, so not. he's not going <laughs> to elaborate on that. No, I'm not. <laughs> That wasn't, that wasn't collecting for, like, <laughs> collecting's sake. <laughs> I'm not uh, emptying them yet. <laughs> All those cans. There must... There was more than... There was dozens of them. Yeah, they were just everywhere. It was that and DVDs. Yes, I couldn't see any of the floor. Coke and DVDs were my two favourite things. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> that is true, everybody. He loves the Coke. Mm, I do. <laughs> I find it hard to throw simple little things away sometimes, like Pokemon cards or, uh, you know, even stuff I'm That's never going to use sense. again. Who throws Pokemon cards away? My mother. <laughs> but Bitch. common shit, like energy, <laughs> energy cards. But um, just small things, like a, a, a pencil top I probably got from a, a cereal packet back in the 90s. I can't throw it away because it's just, it's got history now and stuff like that. And that's like mild... I hope mild forms of, uh, what do you call it, hoarding. Yeah, I used to do that because I always had the idea in my head that I'll use it sometime, I'll use it sometime, yeah. I'll use it sometime. But I, the, late, recently I just had to get rid of everything because I needed more space because I wanted to get more stuff. I think the biggest gripe was I want to get rid of it, but I don't want to get rid of it for free. <laughs> so I, I always think oh, that'll, be on the, that'll be on the eBay pile. Yeah, um, that's another thing. No, no, no. Yeah, my eBay pal. Because um, I have so many clothes and shoes yeah. and everything, and, and I, I never throw anything away. And I never want to give I, it They have to be sold. Years. Yeah, exactly. I, I but, want to make some money out of it. Otherwise, but, I feel like I'm losing out. Yeah, but I, I don't get around to selling it. So I have, like, two garbage bags full of... Garbage bags full of clothes and shoes that I've had, and it's been—I've been collecting them over the course of the course of a couple of years. That I just still haven't sold. I'll go mm. through bursts of selling, and then I won't do it for about six months. So oh. I've still got all the stuff. It's just there, and I know I'm never going to use it again until like I get to that point where I literally have to get rid of it, and my dad takes it to the charity shop for me because I can't do it. 
So I'd give it to my dad and I was like, do with it what you will. <laughs> it's like, just, just take it away from here. Uh-huh. Oh, shit. See, I'm a bit like that, because my, my dad, he had a lot of, like, ornaments and stuff mm. like that. Like, I, I kept loads lo- of them for a while. And I thought, I've just got to get rid of these, because I don't do much with them. They're mm. just kind of, they're pretty useless at the end of the day. And the mm. only reason I kept them was for, like, sentimentality kind of sake. Yeah, that makes so sense. I, it's not a hoarding, that's sentiment. Yeah. yeah. My dad was a bit of a hoarder. Like, he would, like, he'd keep newspaper cuttings for some reason. <laughs> Maybe he liked the story or the way it was written or the author. Yeah, well, like, he kept a lot of newspaper cutting of a story about this bigamist. And I've got no clue why. Maybe he idolised the big myth. <laughs> yeah, maybe he liked the big myth. Maybe my dad had a wife that I, I don't know about. And maybe the news, other newspaper kippings were written by his other family, like he has other kids. Yeah. I mean, obviously... Your wife... dad is an adventurous man. He's a yeah. mason, bigamist. I know. I mean, obviously, the wife I, I knew about was my mother. I didn't know about <laughs> that one. It was another wife, possibly. But yeah, he, he he used to do a bit like what you did um, with like um, books and videos, bit old, old VHS tapes back then. He used to have like he used to have a notebook where he'd written everything down. Right? Uh, Every the time book. before spreadsheets, I don't think I'd be able to live. Well, he he used to be like an insurance man, so he kind of got into like you, where you have to you have to write everything down mm. in those days. So that's where he got that from. He was like super organised. Completely different to me. I haven't inherited that side of him. But I have inherited his collecting side, though. But I no. think I think everyone just collects, it's just to some yeah. degree. Yeah. It's, uh, y- y- one person calls it a collection. To some others, it might seem like a hoard of things. You know? It's a subjective thing, but there is a certain line for everyone's collection. Like, y- you see a guy who has a Star Wars collection and it rules his whole house, but... If he has it all organised and on show, like a museum or something, you can still call it a collection, couldn't you? I mean, yeah, it's not a hoard that makes it hard to live in. Or it's, it's, I think hoarders are different because they just collect anything and everything. Yeah, like Whereas newspapers. We specific and, things. Yeah. Whereas hoarders, they'll see something and they'll just take it in and it just fills their house, their house exposed because they just collect everything they see. Yeah. Whereas I collect DVDs and books and like little stupid ornaments and things like that. Same here, at least... Clothes. At least books and DVDs, you can use them. Yeah, no, there is some use to them. It's not like we're taking them for the sake of having them as a possession. Like, yeah, it is for me. I like having them as a possession, but I do watch them or read them and touch them and feel Mm. them. I prefer prefer the material than the the bloody tablets and... and No, actually, you know what? The tablet isn't really good, though, because... I don't have a lot of room, as you, as I've told that's, you. My bookshelf is taken up. That's the benefit, yeah. Yeah, my bookshelf has been taken up of the DVD, so I'm actually getting another one, which is why I had to make the room. Mm-hmm. So when I get the other one, I can buy the other books that I'm going to make you buy me. That's what I was spending an hour in Waterstones doing yesterday <laughs> before I actually went to find you. But as a, of right now, the tablet is actually really good because I have so many books on there. There's He's a bloke who came in who, uh, who he, apparently he has a, muse, a, a sort of library in his house. Um, and he, he's trying to get rid of books, so he said for he's come to a, a conclusion this year for every uh, 20 books he gets rid of, he's allowing himself to buy one book. And I thought, why didn't he just keep one out of the 20? That's what I wondered. But then I looked at his pile and it said, Jesus Christ, you bought six books, you know, like, like how many do you have in your house? You know, like, Jesus. But, um, yeah, like. Some people will hoard this stuff. And not, I, I remember when, um, when Goosebumps was a thing back as a kid. Oh, I had loads I of those books. I would hoard the shit out of those books because they were like trading cards in book form. 
<laughs> and I would I would buy these books. Some of them I didn't even read. I was just like, now nah, I've got this one, you know. Mine oh. just wasn't, it wasn't just Goosebumps. I liked Point Horror books. Ah, oh, Point Horror, yes. I loved the teen books when I was a preteen. Not even when I was a teen, when I was a preteen. There was something kind of just, just like horror as a genre. Like sometimes you get a really dark tale and you'd be like, yes, okay, this is going to keep me up. You, actually, I had a heartbreaking moment though because I had the, I usually used to have the books by my bed. Mm. One day I was one night I was sick and I threw up. On the books. And obviously I leaned over oh. onto the pile of books, so I I had to throw them away. And then oh. I was crying, so my mum tried to salvage some of them, but she couldn't. Oh. Well, she salvaged. I think she salvaged a couple, but then the rest we had to bin. That's a shame. Yeah. Oh, that's dirty, Tom. It's not I thought I was sick. <laughs> <laughs> if I knew I was going to be sick, I'd move the books and put a fucking bin there, you idiot. Still, you could have moved a bit further. No, <laughs> because when you're puking and it's coming out, it's coming out. I got it on my pillow and stuff as well. What were you puking over? I don't know. I guess I must... Have, this was, like, this was like ten years ago, Chris. I can't yeah. remember why I was puking. All I know is I was uh, puking. The vodka, then. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, at 13 I was down in vodka. That's just, yeah, you should have just closed your mouth, Tarman. <laughs> that would have worked. It's, it's like projectile vomiting. You can't just close your mouth. It just comes sure out. Come out your no, ears. You can't. Do you not puke? Have you never puked before? Close when your mouth, like... Tarman. That's all I'm saying. No, because they all come out. It's like projectile vomiting and it's like so much of it. You can't contain it. Have you ever tried to sneeze with your eyes open? Yeah, and then you get all the white spots. Well, no. What? What? You know, you see white spots because uh, you sneezed. I didn't do it because it was too fucking hard. It's too. It hurts. I think I did it once and I saw like lines. And I thought never doing that again because I want to. No, I get. I get the white spots. Shit. It's, I heard a story about someone put a, a skittles up their nose and it started coming out of their eye. That's uh, so their fucking eye weird. Started just kind of falling off. <laughs> That's that's fucking weird, man. Nice, <laughs> nice. No, I mean, nice is weird. Imagine if it got stuck there and it was just like a skittle lump <laughs> losing all its sugar in yeah. the eye. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah. <laughs> nice. I, I see. I'm I'm collecting um, Agatha Christie books, but she like wrote over like hundred books, I think. Yeah. So I've got to save a lot of space for that. I've already got loads already. Can't, can't you just get like box collections? Wouldn't that end up being cheaper? There's not many, like, box collections, though. There must they're, be some, like, specific to, like, genres or whatever. Well, actually, no, it's going to be the one genre, isn't it? It'd probably be specially all. ordered as well. She, st- she still wrote, like, over 100 kind of mm. odd books. So, I mean... Oh, so you're done with Henning Mankell, then? No, I'm collecting You've got them all his. as well. No, not yet. I've still got some of his to get. Mm. But I've been collecting Agatha Christie books for a while, so... So, so for Christmas, Chris is just going to give you a Waterstones gift card. Yeah, <laughs> you can do if you want. That's probably like the best thing you could get him at this point if he's collecting Agatha Christie and Henry <laughs> Mankell books. Yeah, yeah. I collect books in I general. So. We do have a special section in the crime section. There's a table. I was. Mm. I spent about half an hour in the crime section yesterday. Mm. Uh, did you see True Crime though? You might have yes. missed that one. No, no, I was. I was in that shop for an yeah. hour before I actually looked for you. Uh, oh, so I texted nice. you, yeah, just buy me whenever. I was just <laughs> writing down names of books that I was going to get. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, until I... Fa- and then I got tired and I found you at about seven I'm so, uh, before I wanted to go home. Yeah. So, yeah. You can get lost in that place. You can. I yeah. can barely find my way out. <laughs> there were, like, shelves everywhere. 
It's, it's yeah. beautiful. It's it's beautiful. It is still beautiful for me, even for me as well. Um, yeah. There's something nice about it. But mm. yeah, I, I'm just glad it doesn't have fucking Christmas music playing right oh, now. Oh, yeah, it's so quiet. It's like a library. It's really nice. It's like They a should library. have more seating areas as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then the people just never leave. Well, yeah, that's a big problem sometimes. Sometimes you'll tell a person, oh, just just to let you know, sir, we're closing in three minutes. And they're like, oh, okay then. And five minutes later, they're still there. And you think to yourself, the f- I told this person, what the... And you go back and you say, oh, we're just closing up now, sir. And they're like, yes, yes, okay. And they get up. And they take another three minutes. And you're like, what were you thinking? What's wrong with you? Like, are you st- Stupid person! Oh, why are you? Sometimes you think they're just doing it. Anyway, back to back to uh, enough of that. Enough of that silly poo. Um, yeah, <laughs> Christmas. Music. I don't think there's much more we could say about the OCD thing. Well, I'm now part of a job where OCD is kind of a benefit to me. So I'm finishing on a light note here, making sure books are tidy is kind of. Yeah, that's true. That is true. Like, having mild OCD just make mm. me better at working. It doesn't matter what work I'm doing, but working in general. So I think it's a good thing to say that certain amounts of OCD don't have to necessarily be a curse in someone's life. Sometimes they can actually help you more, be more focused. And, and more efficient. And more efficient. So for anyone listening out there, don't think that you suffer alone and don't think for a minute that your OCD is something that's going to stop you in life. Sometimes it might actually be the thing that helps you get that next promotion or Yeah, like or could be the thing that turns you into a hermit hoarder. That as well. So, <laughs> so a, it's, a, it's, you know... You have to know good, when good to and stop. Bad. <laughs> yeah. You know there's people that like, collect their own fingernails and stuff like that. And I wouldn't be they're, surprised they're about that. And stuff like that as well. Oh! Yeah. Matt, is this your OCD? Fuck off. Fuck off. Fuck <laughs> He's come out. Is Fuck this off. why He's you've been us. silent all episode? <laughs> Shut up, pair of you. This is why we're never invited round, Chris. Oh, I went to Leicester. <laughs> yeah, That's not the reason why you don't come down. Because <laughs> you've got jars of urine everywhere. I just, I just love after the pep talk about the OCD. It's like, yeah, yeah, you know what, guys? Yeah, I collect fingernails. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's an experiment. I'm just waiting to see what happens to it. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> we're saying bye now guys I think that's a good way to wrap it up yeah let's say bye <laughs> toodle pip toodle pip good day to you all fuckers good day to you all fuckers <laughs> <laughs> you're so impolite this is what I've had to put up with Chris while right. you've been away <laughs> are you going to start recording now <laughs> yeah alright bye bye you what bye bye